We are so glad that you are watching this video. Thank you so much for honoring this time to still be in the Word and be together. Even though it's digital, it's not the best. Not the same. I'm really missing you guys. Like, But we get to keep my kitchen clean and tidy, which is good. Because <laughs> we've got a video, so we've got to keep it clean. So we've got to make sure this place is clean because our videos are happening. Anyway. So we can't wait to be back together again, mm. um, but this is just temporary for now and it's good that we honor our government and just comply while we're doing this thing. Yeah. yeah, and also, you know, with the additional lockdown time, if you have any specific needs, please contact sure. your area leaders and um, they'll get the word out to us and then we can get provision to you. Um, and we'll take care of each other in this time. That's right, because that's what the church does. Mm. And I just want to say a big up to everybody who's been putting money into the accounts, yeah. into our Compassion Fund. Uh, there's been some generosity there that's been really awesome. Yeah. And it's enabling us to help um, a lot of families, not just in our congregation, yeah. but actually also we're, we're giving money now to, to other organizations in the city and they're helping other families. So. Really big up. Thank you to everyone who's doing that. Also want to say a big thank you to those who are waking up and praying at 5 a.m. Yes. every morning. 5 a.m. prayer, right? 5 a.m. prayer is happening and it's hot prayer. And yeah, it's just encouraging. Thank you for all those who are participating in that. If you haven't yet signed up, it's a WhatsApp Sign group. Up. You're welcome. Just Send us a message, we'll hook you up, and you can join us at 5 a.m. Even people morning. who don't go to our church are logging into the WhatsApp group, and yeah. that's just And awesome loving it as well. As well. So. Yeah. So anyway, so today is Resurrection Sunday. The, and we just celebrated Passover. Yes, yeah, sorry, so I forgot. Thursday night was Passover dinner, and wasn't so it good. beautiful? We had a good time. We had an amazing time. I just love the fact that we put all that time and effort into preparation, yeah. preparing the home, refreshing the plants. You created an amazing meal for us, Thank you which very was much. so special. Not too bad. Men who cook, very attractive. And <laughs> um, the kids laid the table. We had place settings. It was like on we another level, and it was yeah. really yeah. special, memorable, and we were part of. A tradition mm. that's been going for thousands of years. Almost over, over 3,000 years. Yeah. And it was so um, cool. Some of you sent me some pics of your tables mm. and they were special. And many well people done. were saying, please, can we do this every year? Yes. So yet, next year we're going to do it. Yes. But we're going to hopefully do it with more people. Yes. I don't really, I'm people hungry. Maybe Are you can, people hungry? I'm hungry. We could have I'm Passover hungry. dinner at church. Yes. I don't know. We could all do that. We could have one together. Try. Let's try. Okay. Good idea. Okay. Stay we'll tuned. <laughs> anyway, today is Resurrection Sunday, the day Yay. that we, we celebrate that Jesus rose from the dead. Yes. Hallelujah. Oh, Come on. So good. Yeah. And it's the pinnacle of his ministry. That's right. Yeah. The pinnacle, the, the penultimate, the, the most important thing mm. almost in our entire faith is the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. Mm. Um, I know Paul wrote the scripture you were going to read that in 1 Corinthians. Yes, let me read that. Um, if Christ is not risen, then is our preaching in vain and our faith is in vain and we're all dead in our sins. How true. And that's How just, true. that's yeah. horrible. That is true, that's, yeah. So Thank I mean, that's, God that he has risen. Yeah, <laughs> thank the Lord. So, I mean, the, the point is this, is like everything in our faith points to the resurrection. If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, then you know what? Yeah. If the dead are not raised, then let's eat, drink, be merry because tomorrow we may die. And you know what? At the end there, of the day. there are lots of philosophies that um, teach yeah. us how to live a better life and to to do good and um, be better know, people. Be better people, and and it's like really 
Some of it's really stuff. great. Yeah. But if it's all for nothing in the end. If at the end we just die. If we just die and death comes in and steals everything, every good work we've ever done, everything that we give ourselves to. Wow. What's the point? Exactly. You know? But we have a Messiah. Mm. A risen Savior. A risen Savior who yeah. has redeemed us from death and destruction, from sin and all that it does. And death has lost its sting, yes. all right? So it doesn't hurt like it should. Yeah, um, and I yeah. think it is something very um, tender in people's hearts at the moment because there is death around us with yeah. the coronavirus. There yeah. are people who are suffering and going through hardship yeah. and, and maybe for the first time engaging with questions about eternity. And yeah. so it's it's not something we take lightly. It is, it is the hope of mankind that yeah. Jesus Christ rose from the dead and rescued us we from sin. We have that sin. hope, and especially for science. Like this. Yeah, come awesome. on. Awesome. So, anyway, we want to invite you into the word, into our Bible study this morning. Just a word that God has put on our hearts for you guys. Um, if you have a Bible, you can open it somewhere. 1 Corinthians 15 would be a good place. We'll get there in a moment. But we want to talk uh, this morning about stewarding the call to fruitfulness. That's what we want to talk about. The, the, the Bible calls us to, to fruitfulness, and we're called to be fruitful. And God said that command to Adam in the beginning, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth. So there's, and there's a, a constant theme throughout Scripture. So we want to talk about stewarding the call to fruitfulness. Mm -hmm. That's what we want to talk about, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, we're going to start with the, with the phrase called first fruits. I'm sure... You've heard this phrase used in the in in you know in the in the word or in sermons before, where people talk about a first fruit offering. Now that is that is something that is in the word. Okay, so if the the famous scripture that everybody knows is Proverbs three, verse nine to ten, um, and it says, "Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase, so your barns will be filled to plenty." And your vats will overflow with new wine. Mm -hmm. So this is a principle that was in Scripture. Sure. And, and God commanded Israel to bring the first part of their harvest, their mm -hmm. crops, their cattle, their everything as an offering. And the idea was that he would then bless the rest of the harvest right. that would come. So people did it as an act of faith, as an act of worship, that God, you are, you're our provider. So we take our first... And consecrate it. And we consecrate it to the Lord. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, why do I mention this, this phrase, first fruits? Why are we putting the spotlight on it? Well, we're in the middle of Passover right now. So we, we celebrate a Passover dinner on Thursday evening. And um, in Passover, we, we reflect on Jesus being the lamb that was crucified for us. Okay, that was the lamb and the blood paste put on the doorposts. <laughs> um, and so that all happened at Passover. But then three days after Passover, in the middle of this Passover festival, Israel would bring a first fruit offering to the Lord. Mm. And... And, and it would be three days after Passover. And sure. we know that's incredible because... Yeah. Wow. That would be today, Resurrection Sunday. That's the day that yeah. Jesus rose from the dead. So mm. three days after the crucifixion, Jesus rose from the dead, proving that he was the Messiah. Um, so in a, in a way, that first fruits concept and the feast and the idea behind first fruits, Jesus fulfilled it. Mm. And then he was the first fruits of those who have been risen from the dead. Sure. And and this is why this is that scripture in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20. Do you, okay. you want to read, read that? Let me read it. 
Okay, but now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. alive. Okay. Yeah. So Paul's basically saying that he connects the dots. He looks at the festival, he sees this first fruit offering. On the very day that the first fruit offering was being made, God is presenting Jesus as the first risen from the dead. So the Bible talks about first fruits not only in this, in the context of offerings. And and that's an offering that I think is mm. is actually very powerful. And sure. I don't think it's just an Old Testament thing. I think it still applies today to bring first fruits to the Lord. Mm. However, it's not only in the context of offerings that it talks about first fruits. It's also in the sense that for, it means that first fruits are a prototype or declaration of what is to come. Sure. And this is what we see in this in this passage here that Christ has risen from the dead mm. and he has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. He was the first to rise from the dead and in, a, in essence he's become now the first of many people who will rise from the dead. And we know we rise from the dead, okay? Yeah. Because he rose, we rose. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead will lives in us and will rise us up in that last day. So, yeah. so he was the first, he was the prototype all right? He was the declaration of what would then follow, of mm. what would come. Okay? And all of us are part of that. Sure. Now, if we skip a few days forward, okay, like 50 days forward in the Passover story, we come to another feast in Israel. And it's the feast uh, that's called Pentecost, where they celebrated God giving them the law. Mm. Now, very interestingly, at Pentecost, just like at Passover they had to give a first fruit offering. Okay. Okay, so at Passover, a first fruit offering happens and Jesus rises from the dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. At Pentecost, there's another first fruit offering and we know what happened at Pentecost. Yeah, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was poured out on mm-hmm. the disciples in the upper room. Yeah. It came like the sound of a mighty rushing wind mm-hmm. and tongues of fire appeared on all of them. The Holy Spirit came and Paul, once again, connects the dots. Smart guy. Smart guy. The dot in, uh, in Romans 8, verse 22, mm. he says the following about that. All right. He said, For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly awaiting for the adoption, the redemption of our bodies. Amazing. Okay. Mm. So Jesus is the first fruit that rose from the dead. The disciples over here were the first to receive the Holy Spirit. So they were like the first fruits of the Holy Spirit being poured out on the earth. Sure. And we know it wasn't only for them. Mm. It was for all of us. So mm. like, you know, they they were just the prototype or the declaration of what was to come. Of what was to come. Ah, That's nice. it. So they were the first fruits of those who received the Holy Spirit. Mm. Okay. So so we see Jesus as the first from the dead. The disciples as the first to receive the Holy Spirit. Both of them declarations of what was to come. Mm. And now the scripture in James chapter one verse eighteen. I want to take you to. James actually calls us, you and me, believers people who have been born again, he calls us 
a kind of first fruits as well. Mm, okay, so nice. Jesus is called the first fruit, yeah. disciples as well. Now, now, now we are, okay, yeah. as well. So he says this in James chapter 1, verse 18. He says, Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth. In other words, he gave birth to us. That's mm. actually a bit, uh, another way to say that is he, he brought us forth or he birthed us by the word of truth. So the word comes and we are born again when we hear the, the gospel. Mm. And then it says that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Mm. So, so it's like these new creatures are being birthed into the midst of mankind. Into creation. Into creation. So he brings us forth Yo. as new creatures. Yeah. And, and 2 Corinthians 5.17, sure. you know that scripture. It says, if anyone is in Christ, He's he is a, a new creation. New creation yeah. or a new creature. Yeah. All things have passed away. Yeah. Behold, all things have become mm. new. Sure. Okay? So, so really, so that's, that's just so powerful. That is I mean, profound. We, it's like you, you're saying a lot of stuff here that's just like connecting dots for, for me, and I'm sure for a lot of other people as well. But we won't call you Paul, we'll keep calling you Wayne. Um, but the, it, it's, it is, it's like this Jesus fulfilling, and then the timing, and then the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and then we are these first fruits. That's right. Um, yeah. We are these new creations, and I'm sure a lot of people who are born again can relate to that. that what they went through when they got born again. Yeah. Um, how the old was passed away, that forgiveness of sins, that fresh start, that newness, new beginning. that whole new beautiful world of seeing things differently, perceiving life in a fresh way. I don't think it's anything more beautiful than somebody receiving the gospel yeah. for the first time and they, they really get it. Yeah. And it sinks in deep and their sins are forgiven and they know they have a new future and they know yeah. heaven is their home. It's, it's a beautiful thing. But it's not just a spiritual transaction mm. where, okay, now you get a ticket to heaven. Sure. Okay. The Bible says there that we become a first fruits. This prototype. Yes. A okay. prototype. Okay. A declaration of something that's to come. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're not off this world anymore. We're, yeah. we're off another world. Sure. And that's what, he's, what, what James is saying here. He says when we are, we are a kind of first fruits of his creatures, what he's saying is we're a declaration of something that's still to come. Mm. We are part of a, a future that is still, un, it's not realized yet. It's not fully not realized fully yet. fully realized yet. Yeah, you get glimpses of it. We're getting glimpses of it, but, but we belong to that future. Yeah. To that something to come. Yeah. All right. So we've, we've received like an upgrade. We're part of a future reality that's not yet realized. Mm. Um, but everything else has almost stayed the same. Sure. Like earth still continues. Everything mm. goes as normal, but we have changed. Mm. We, our hearts are no longer part of this world. Any yeah. Longer. It's not, we're not connected or bound into the world system anymore. That's right. We've we're been free from that. Rescued from that. And yeah. we're translated into a new kingdom, a new exactly. dimension or a new way of living. New exactly. way of being. Mm. Exactly. So we're in a new kingdom. We're new creatures. Um, yet the, we still live in the old world, the, mm. the world, the world that's fallen, the world that's that you know unsaved people, and that's crazy, and a lot of stuff is happening. Mm. Paul said this. He said we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Mm. That's what he was talking about. He says we have this newness, this this first fruitian kind of thing. First fruitian. Kind you're you're going to dub new words today. First fruitian. <laughs> Can you say that? First fruitian. First fruitians. We're, all right. we're, we're fresh fruit, fruitians. That's right. Say it 10 times fast. <laughs> no, don't. Um, so anyway, so we, we have this like expression 
in um, in our language for people who are pioneers mm. or um, people who are forerunners, and we we often say this. Um, especially of dreamers, mm. th that they were before their time. Yeah. We have that phrase, they were before their time. Yeah. And we think of people like Da Vinci mm. and Tesla, who's getting a lot of airtime lately. But um, They but saw things that were not yet current realities. Exactly. And, yeah. and they were creative and bold enough to, to speak them and to bring them into being and to draw them. And Yeah, I mean, if you think about Da Vinci, he was designing flying machines yeah like you know centuries before that was even possible he was before his time yeah people but he was captured mm. by a future reality mm. and he was and he was pulling on that and bringing it into his present sure. he really was before his time and you know they say if you're if you're one step ahead you're a genius yes uh, but if you're two steps ahead then you're crazy and 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 it, well, I guess you're pretty crazy, baby. Yes, I am. All right, you're saying I'm two steps ahead, darling. You are. Thank you. You'd be only genius. <laughs> so, a lot of people thought that Da Vinci and Tesla and all these others were uh, were crazy. Yeah. Because they were imagining a world. Yeah. That was so different to what people were currently living in. Yeah. That was it was so different mm -hmm. and they were they were speaking of things that just seemed too impossible for now. Yeah. Now, if we put ourselves into that kind of scenario, all right? The Bible calls us first fruits, all right? We the first fruits of a reality that's still to come. We're a yeah. declaration or a prototype of something still to come. What is to come? Sure. The Bible tells us what is to come. The Bible says, you know, we've read the book, you see the end of the story. The end of the story is this, is that heaven comes to earth. Yeah. Okay. So the end picture, the end reality that we are journeying towards is one where heaven and earth merge. Yeah. And the heaven comes heaven, earth. to earth. Okay. Mm. Which is radical. Which That's is radical. the most, I mean, even in our wildest imaginations, we still struggle to comprehend mm. that. You know? Even Christians who are born again, they, and they, they know can't the get word their minds around heaven on what, earth. What does that actually look like and entail? Yeah. yeah. I, re I remember being at a, at a camp with a whole bunch of students, a couple hundred, uh, <laughs> a good few years ago. And there was this one guy who left his cell phone on, the on his bed um, in his dorm with lots of people in this dormitory. And he left his phone on the bed and he went out for the day and there were meetings and all sorts of stuff happening during the day. Mm. And he, he had this sick feeling at like halfway through the day where he remembered his new phone was on the bed. Sure. And he just was terrified that it was gone. Yeah. And he ran there and he went to his bed and he saw his phone on the bed and he could not believe yeah. it. And he came to us and he said, this place is like heaven on earth. Yeah. Why? Because nobody would steal. Because <laughs> is that a Christian camp? Yeah. Thank God, no one stole his phone. You know, <laughs> but but like the point was, he was he is so used to like if you leave your phone somewhere, it's gonna be gone. It's gone. Yeah. You know, it's just that's how that's how this world is. Yeah. So to even imagine leaving your phone or leaving your possessions or yeah. just living in safety yeah it's so hard a concept for us because we're so shaped by the present yeah okay but now the future yeah. is one where heaven will be on earth yeah and and god has taken that heaven mm. and he's put it in us mm. and we're first fruits of that wow we're a declaration of that kingdom to come we're a prototype 
of that kingdom to come. And, and that's why Jesus said, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that comes through us as the prototype of how things are meant to be. Exactly. And, and I guess that's why, while many people are just going through life as usual, just going through the ebbs and flows of it all, there's, there are those of us who burn with this dissatisfaction with, yeah. with status quo. Mm. We burn with a dissatisfaction for how political systems operate in some places, um, how um, there's injustice, how yeah. there's breakdown in family relationships. No or, compassion. Or, or, yes, yeah. these things, they bother us because we can't just go with status quo because yeah. we're these new creations and, and the God factor within us won't rest. Yeah. Until heaven comes to earth. That's right. Because we are foreseeing. Yeah, something, a new reality to come. It's so powerful. So, like, we carry that dissatisfaction that you're talking about with yeah. this world. Like, we know this world is not as it should be. Yeah. There's something in us that it, we just cannot, like, this cannot be home. Yeah. This cannot be the way it should be. Yeah. Um, we know there's something else to come. Um, and we groan and we long for that. Paul said, you know, we groan mm. inwardly longing for that kingdom to come. As the earth does as well. Yes. And you can see the earth is not happy. No. Or maybe it's happy at the moment because we're in lockdown. Because we're in lockdown. It's very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins are coming back into the ocean. You know? We're listening yeah. to the birds and we're like, wow, we are so happy out there. Yeah. <laughs> because we're, we're in time <laughs> But anyway, so now God hasn't given us this 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 mm -hmm. gift of his kingdom in us um to torture us sure just so that we can be um so unhappy here yeah. this place sucks this is not what i want yeah i can't wait for jesus to come back because yeah. then no he's he, that and that's where a lot of people get this thing wrong mm -hmm. is we've we've received the kingdom it's in us we are it you know mm -hmm. we are this prototype of something to come this declaration of something to come um but but the world isn't is not there yet and God didn't do that just so that we could be frustrated. Sure. He did it so that we could be forerunners mm. and pioneers sure. of the kingdom. Totally. Okay. So he didn't just do this to, to make us miserable and wait. And this is where a lot of people get this thing wrong. Is they're waiting for Jesus just to come back. Yeah. Like this is so horrible, Jesus. Yeah. There's disease, there's sickness, there's COVID-19, there's war, there's this. There. Just please come back, Jesus, come back. You know, sure. but he didn't give it to us just so that we can cry, come back. Yeah. Okay. Um, he gave it to us so that we can be activated. Yeah. So that we can be forerunners. And we can co-labor with him. Exactly. In what he is wanting to do and what he is currently doing. And what he is doing. So yeah. it's clear that he wants his kingdom to come. Mm. But you know, he taught us to pray, that kingdom come. He wants the kingdom on earth yeah you know and that looks like righteousness peace and joy yeah. and healing and compassion and restored families yeah. and all of those things um so he's mm. coming all right to restore the kingdom one day to mm -hmm. do it completely but he's made us forerunners yeah okay to prepare the way for him kind of like forerunners are really important pioneers are important because if they do their job properly yeah then um, they they make the jump to a new reality a lot easier. Absolutely. And more seamless with less casualties and more fruitfulness. Yeah. And, and they have to be courageous. Exactly, because they're pioneering. Yeah. They're bringing something new. Yeah. So John the Baptist is a really good example of a pioneer. Mm. Okay? He, he prepared the way for Jesus. Um, and he called a whole nation to repentance. Mm. And he, 
you've reignited their their a spiritual longing and a spiritual desire, and you brought people back to the Word and to God, and and that allowed Jesus to come in and usher in the kingdom. So totally. it was so important what He did. Yeah. Um, but now, like we we are the same. Mm. Okay. Mm. Jesus is coming back. Okay, and we're ambassadors of this new kingdom. Yeah. So He's just like He was coming to Earth the first time, and He had a forerunner in John. Yeah. Okay. We are actually forerunners to the second return the of second Jesus. Coming. Okay. The Bible says this, when Jesus comes back, he's mm. not going to come back and negotiate and debate yeah. and be all meek and mild and merciful. Sure. The Bible says when he comes back, he's coming back in flaming fire sure. to take vengeance mm. on everything and everyone who does not obey the gospel. Sure. So that's the Jesus that's coming back. Flaming yeah. fire with angels. And so the point you is You want to be on his side. You really want to be yeah, on his side. Yeah, you want to be on his side when he comes back. Make peace with him today, <laughs> right? Today like, is the day of salvation. Absolutely. Like, I'm not serious. Today like, is I'm the laughing, day of grace. But it's, it's really, it's, it's hectic. It's going to be a terrible day. The it day he be. comes back, it's going it to be, be a fearful day. Um, and I think that's why it burns on so many people's hearts to share the gospel and to, to the not urgency want the it. urgency because yeah. we foresee what's coming and yeah. we want everyone to be prepared. We want everyone to be in that safety of, of right. the salvation of Christ. Okay, so, sure. so he's coming back, all right, and, and he's going to take vengeance on everything that is not obeying the gospel. Mm. Our role until that day is to be ambassadors of that kingdom sure pioneers of that kingdom forerunners of that kingdom and align as much as we can now with that present reality sure that that future reality so so our job is as christians is is to look into the future right and bring it in now yeah you know and start to build the kingdom on earth it's kind of like the parable of the talents mm -hmm. okay where Jesus, this master comes and he gives something precious to each of his servants. Yeah. And he gives them the command and he says, do business yeah. until I come. Yeah. All right. And the whole point is that Jesus comes and gives us the kingdom. Mm. And he wants us to be fruitful. Fruitful with it. With the He kingdom. wants us to multiply the kingdom. He wants us to do business. He yeah. wants us to bring... The or bring everything in this world in alignment with that future reality yeah. that's to come. And, and the degree to which we understand this and grasp this um, will affect us as the church as to whether we're active or passive. Absolutely. Whether we're making a difference yes. or we're just, you know, hanging around, Waiting ticking, for to come. ticking yeah. the clock. But so are we going to be fruitful or are we going to be fruitless? Yeah. And you know, I look at people um, who are who are anticipating Christ coming back, and they are about for others' business. They yeah. are being active. They are concerned about God's will now today. They yeah. are um, positioning themselves in prayer and the, the prophetic and understanding and seeking the scriptures. They they see the kingdom as inevitable, um, not not just oh evils growing and it's just going to get worse and it's going to be so bad. No, the kingdom is advancing That's right. and they're, they're partnering in with that and they're That's finding right. their place, they're finding their fit, they're co-laboring with Christ. You know, if if John didn't find himself in the scriptures, sure. he wouldn't have been a forerunner for he Christ, yeah. but he found, he found his fit in the world. And mm. as every Christian finds their fit and their alignment 
with with that new creation that they've become wow. what god deposits in them when they get born again then we will see an effective active active strong powerful church arising in the midst of a very broken chaotic world around us that is so strong i love i love what you say about john mm. like he he found himself in the scriptures sure he found his purpose as as a forerunner in the scripture he said i am the voice of the one crying in the wilderness make straight yeah. the paths of the lord so he he knew what he was to do in his generation he knew where he what what his call was yeah and and he made sure that he made he got everything into alignment for the coming of jesus yeah. and he counted the cost yeah. and he was courageous yeah and even unto death yeah even unto death even he unto death he was so convinced about what god had shown him about the future reality and what was to come he was so convinced that he did his job well even unto death he was fruitful he was fruitful guys this is what we're talking about we're talking about stewarding the call to fruitfulness yeah we will never be fruitful if our understanding of the way the world is working is that things are just going to get bad and more bad and more bad Mm. If there is not an under, if we don't, if we don't see ourselves as ambassadors of a kingdom that is actually going to win yeah. in the end, yeah. that like that the end reality is not hell on earth. Sure, totally. That is not, <laughs> that's a very. Good that's not the end reality. The no, end reality is heaven actually on heaven on earth. That's the. That's what we're working towards. That's what we carry with us yeah, now. That's what we're stewarding. And our job is to bring that reality. Yeah. You know, and and we and. And and if we if we see that if we're living in this doom philosophy or this uh, this kind of like apocalyptic mm -hmm. or oh, everything's going to get bad and worse COVID nineteen more plagues whatever we disempower ourselves yeah we actually then we disempower the resurrection of Jesus come on in our lives we we actually make it of no effect sure because that's not why we are first fruits yeah. of an of, of some we're a declaration of something to come and we're empowered with the Holy Spirit. To bring it. To bring it. So we through actually prayer, through have... action, through word, through deed. Yeah. And history proves it as well. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean the early church was very like they they had every reason to think apocalyptically because sure. of the Roman Empire destroying Jerusalem, etc. But what we see in them is actually they, they understood the kingdom and they yeah. understood that their role was to bring the kingdom to the world. Yeah. So like they would go out to all those cities that were like Paul arriving in Athens, for sure. example. So he arrives in Athens and it, the Bible says that he was grieved mm. because the city was given to idols. Mm. So, but what's really interesting is that he then engages the city. Yeah. He, he didn't like go, oh, this city is given so to idols and yeah. everything's going to be bad here. Then you go somewhere else. Yeah, let me, you know, try something else or, you know, but, but he engaged that. Mm. And he started to preach to them about the gods, you know, that the unknown God, the unknown God yeah. that, you know, let me tell you about that one. Yeah. Because you give, you've got so many gods. Let me tell you about this one. Sure. Um, and, and we know from history that Athens was converted. We know that um, it was a center for Christianity and churches were there and growing and thriving. And mm -hmm. um, when Paul arrived there, he didn't. He, I don't know. He didn't know it would actually end up like that. Sure. But he was carrying a kingdom within yeah that was way more powerful than anything he was witnessing in the natural yeah. anything that he was seeing now yeah he understood that what he had was more powerful greater yeah. is he 
that is in you than yeah. he that is in this world. And he had a heart for the people. Yeah. I think it grieved him that people were given deceived to idols, and yeah. given to idols yeah. and they were going to be perishing. And so it burned within him that this that he carried was shared with others. And yeah. that's why it's so important that we share our faith. That's it. Well, that's where it starts. That's how the kingdom starts. The kingdom yeah. starts with salvation. Um, and that's what they gave themselves to. Mm. There's another scripture I just want to share with you quickly and then we'll wrap up. It's in Romans 1.13. And I just want you to see Paul's desire to be fruitful mm -hmm. with what Jesus had given him. Uh, in verse 13, he says, Now he's writing to the church in Rome, and he hadn't been there yet. And he says the following, Now I do not want you to be unaware, brethren, that I often planned to come to you, but was hindered until now, that I might have some fruit among mm -hmm. you also, just as among the other Gentiles. So this scripture, I mean, you just look at that, that his desire to get to Rome mm -hmm. was for one thing, mm -hmm. so that he could be fruitful. Sure. I have desired that I might have some fruit among you also. Yeah. I want to be fruitful wow. there in Rome. In as the well epicenter. as everywhere else I've been. Yeah, in the epicenter of, mm -hmm. of Caesar worship, mm -hmm. you know, and the Roman Empire, the stronghold. I want to have some fruit there yeah. as well. Yeah. And we know Rome was conquered by Christianity. We know that, you know, mm -hmm. the stakes were turned. But it was turned because he understood he was a forerunner, that he was a pioneer of yeah. a future reality. So I think we need to ask everybody what kingdom reality and truth and God's story burns inside of you. That's it. What yeah. are you carrying that you need to bring into the world? What do you need what are you carrying that you can partner with other Christians who carry the same heartbeat? Maybe maybe it's the vulnerable in our city, maybe it's um, broken family relationships. Maybe it's the healing ministry. Maybe it's yeah, like discipling others. Who yeah. do you need Marriages. to connect with yeah. so that you can, you know, stir up and refine and sharpen and just be encouraged by other people who carry the same mandate. You Absolutely. Know, yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm so encouraged when I'm around other men and women who have like the same heartbeat for different things. It's, it sharpens you. It, it awakens you. It stirs you. It helps you know that you're not alone. It, um, it makes you realize that the dreams and the passions that God's placed within you are not crazy. They're not you're crazy. Not you're not mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that actually there are other brothers and sisters who carry this, yeah. the same burden for the kingdom to come. And then it's like oxygen and then it's like life. And then yeah. when you, you come together in collaboration, you see beautiful things. You see the kingdom coming in to the earth. That's it. So mm. we, we want to just invite you mm. to reconnect with the, the call on your life for advancing the kingdom of God. Mm. What, is, what is the dream on your heart? What, what do you, when you, maybe when you first got saved, you felt it. You know, what do you... What is what does heaven on earth look like to you? Mm. And and we want to encourage you to treasure that picture. Yeah. Don't give up on that thing. Don't allow the world to tell you that that thing is impossible, that it will never happen, mm. that you are too powerless, that things will never change. Mm. I mean, what a stupid thing that is to believe that things will never change. Yes. That's all we ever see. You know, change every this, day. Every day, everything <laughs> changes. Okay. Mm. But but we but that is something that but it's a lie of the enemy mm. and it and it's there to hinder what God has put in our hand in, in our hearts yeah. and to stop us from going after 
the dream of heaven on earth. And so what does it look like to you? Is what we're asking you. And, and I think it's really good. Sorry, mm. I interrupted you. Go for it. But um, we're in lockdown. We've got an extended period of lockdown. And I know many people are still working from home and navigating children and school and all these different things. But we're not driving around as much. So maybe we do have a little bit more available yeah. time. Let's get out those journals. Let's get out. Let's go back to what did God first birth in my heart yeah. when I gave my life to Him. Let's get into the Word. Let's let's pray those prayers that say, God, reignite the passion and the Break flame. My heart. What's oh, breaking you? Heart. Where do I need to be fruitful? Yeah. Because there are many people being fruitful in this hour yeah. with COVID-19 going crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and they're being fruitful and they're being amazing. And we're partnering in with that. And I'm so grateful that people are living out heaven on earth yeah. at the moment. Um, but let's use this time to really go back. Yeah. And and seek out the Father's heart and His will, and always remember that the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside you. Lives in you. And empowers That's what you. Celebrate gives today. you courage. Yeah. Gives you victory. Gives you the the knowledge yeah, that the wisdom that you are more than a conqueror because Jesus lives inside of you. Yeah, absolutely. So we're asking you, what does heaven? On earth look like to you what is that picture what is it in your context in your work in your environment in your what does it look like reconnect with that mm -hmm. because we want you to know that that thing is holy mm -hmm. that thing is God-given yeah, precious and it's precious and and it's the very thing that if we, when we embrace it we become fruitful yeah we become fruitful for Christ we we, we, we run after that we pave the way for Jesus to come back mm -hmm. so we want to encourage you with that um, remember our groups are now online so if you haven't joined a connect group yet contact one of our area leaders and you can join an online connect group you can do a zoom a google hangouts or whatever I don't know house party skype house party all of these <laughs> platforms for you to connect and I know it's not the same as being with people I miss you people <laughs> he really does he's going a bit crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> Not, not he, he gets excited to go and buy the shopping. I can't wait to go he do shopping. He never gets excited I really love go the going shopping? for shopping. I wave at people at the robots even. Just, you know, like, hey, how are you? Another With person. It's so awesome. In real life. Anyway, so join a connect group if you haven't yet already. And, and take some of this and begin mm -hmm. to discuss it with our iConnects that we send out. And discuss it with each other. And and then as Trish was saying, just use this, the extra time that you've got to reconnect with the God dream in your heart. Mm. Um, amen. Amen. Can we pray? Yeah, let's pray. For Father, us. thank you so much for our time together. Thank you that we celebrate Resurrection Sunday. Thank you, Jesus. And we just say yes and amen and thank you so much, Jesus, that you were so courageous. And we yes, know that God. we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses who were also courageous in their time. And in our point in history, we want to be men and women who allow your spirit to stir yes, within us afresh so that we might produce lasting fruit yes, that, um, that we can be proud of yeah. on the day that we stand before you. And we would hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servants. So Lord, we release your blessing yes, over your, your sons, your daughters, your yes, men and women who are hearing our voices. And we just bless them today in Jesus' Lord, name. Lord, I just pray. I have a sense that as I'm praying, there's some of you that have so, the dream in your heart, the God dream in your heart has become something so distant and so far removed and you've like, 
you've just given up on it. And I just pray for a reigniting. Mm -hmm. I pray heaven to come upon you right now. I pray for a, a reigniting of the, the dream that God has and that He's put on your heart to come forth again in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I pray it comes forth with power. I pray it with resurrection power. That it gives birth again to new life and to new fruitfulness in, in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Have a great rest of your Resurrection Sunday.